Pigeons 420. Mr. Grow It. And Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. From the Stash Podcast. So welcome to From the Stash Podcast. It's your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. Pigeons 420. Starting off fresh, obviously. Very, very smart way. And Mr. Grow It. We're talking about a thing that kind of frustrates a lot of us creators, anybody who actually creates content, especially uh, 420-friendly content. And that's pretty much social media, YouTube, or the internet versus cannabis creators. It's a problem, man. It's a headache. It's the biggest source of anxiety in my life at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, it's totally been the biggest source of anxiety throughout my entire creative career. Well, it seems like creative career, creative career career there we go um, yeah yeah good thing we started off with a good rip boys yeah I mean, um, and, and for me up in it was it was glorious from 2016 to 2018 it was nothing but sunshine and rainbows for the cannabis community on my end but the moment that 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 great cannabis purge of 2018 hit that's literally when the the anxiety the stress and depression of it all just really sank in that my existence on on YouTube or as a as a creator in general could be extinguished at the push of a button. Yeah, extremely frustrating to build up an audience, then all of a sudden, um, you know, have that taken away from you like that. And um, you know, over the years, it, it forces us to actually branch out into different platforms, right? Um, so not only back up YouTube channels, but also be on other platforms such as like the WeTube and you know, Instagram, stuff like that. But Twitch.tv um, slash Pigeons420. <laughs> there you yeah, go. 420 Club or TV.com. <laughs> <laughs> Own personal websites, MrGrow.com. Something But yeah, we've got a lot to talk about in this episode for sure. Yeah, but it really, you were the first person to get hit the hardest like i mean of everybody that i know of uh, you and i think matt mr Kaduck were the only two that uh i mean his was the, the great can of purge 2018 we'll discuss I think that he's shortly got but twice correct me if i'm wrong yeah, yeah yeah so you've gotten hit pretty damn hard man with a good a really good group page really that's what's crazy yeah yeah so i can talk about that so the first channel i had was called just grow it and um, I know a lot of people, some OGs out there remember that channel, but that was my channel to begin with. It started in 2015. I had to stop growing for a period of time. So I think it was like uh, May, 2016. I turned it into a community channel. So what is a community channel? It's a channel that is, um, I actually got the idea from gaming. People would submit in their videos to be featured on the channel. And I thought it was a great idea to bring into the cannabis cultivation scene because um, it wasn't one like that. Um, so every day I would post a new video. It would be somebody else's video of submissions. I'd review the submissions. Um, and then that channel built all the way up to about uh, 75,000 subscribers. Um, it had, I got some numbers here, 685 videos on there. It was getting about 1.2 million views within a 30-day period. I think it was about a million views every 30 days. Uh, at the time, it was the most viewed cannabis cultivation channel on YouTube. It wasn't the most subscribed to channel, but it was by far the most viewed channel on there. And really that channel was a win-win-win, right? It was a win because the viewer was able to identify new growers that they wanted to follow. Uh, It was a win, um, the fact that the people who were submitting in videos, well, they got more subscribers, right? Because people were viewing their videos and going over to their channel and subscribing to their channel. So um, that channel ran great all the way up until I think it was uh, 2018, 
April 2018 when YouTube gave one strike and then they terminated right after that. So the strike was for a hash making video and then they didn't even give me any more strikes. It was just terminated. And the reason was for a legal complaint. So pretty sketchy, pretty weird uh, how that happened. Um, but I, that channel never came back, unfortunately. How were you notified about that? Email. And then like, did you get like, you said you got one strike and then you're one strike, you were, you were done. one strike for a hash making video. And then like, Two weeks later, something like that. It was just straight determination for a legal complaint. Straight to jail. Don't collect two hundred. And the funny thing is, still to this day, actually a couple days ago, I'm getting age restrictions for that channel. Channel doesn't even exist. Was terminated years ago, and I'm getting emails about age restrictive videos. Have you you tried to sign into it? It doesn't even show up anymore have on the you, drop down. Have you tried oh. to reach out to YouTube since, like, to, like today, and been like, "Hey, take not a recently look. now." Because uh, it's shit. funny you say this because um, X Code, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. Oh yeah, he, uh, yep, uh, uh, great content creator, great kid. Um, he gave a shout out to Silenced Hippie um, Sasha, um, not. I'm going to botch this, but I think it was in, it was either last year or early this year. He simply said to YouTube, Hey, check out Sasha's or silence hippies account. And she was unjustly removed. She got her account back at 400 and some thousand. So like, this is, this is why maybe I'm jumping the gun. This is why part of me is I I'm not totally on board of the idea of believing that YouTube blatantly went out of its way to ex- extinguish the cannabis community. Now, you can argue, though, that when we were all deleted, we were fucking vocal about it. And we screamed. I got uh, a at least I, together. Yeah. I scre- yeah, right. I screamed from the highest mountain. I created Twitter. At Pigeons 420. Here, yeah. Because I wanted to speak to Twi- to YouTube. My first year of existence on YouTube was literally to fucking bitch or, or at on Twitter was to bitch at YouTube. Um and and I I, I do believe that we were we're too small. We're too small. You could have hundreds of thousands of subscribers and not have a voice on YouTube because you are just a speck amongst a a grain a, a heap of uh, dirt, you know what I mean? And Part of me believes that it was an algorithm issue because of issues like this, where Sasha gets her account back. I end up getting my account back. I got my um, account back a year later or something. Um, X number of accounts ended up coming back. Now, not all, not all accounts, despite appeal, came back. But it's like I, I don't know. I don't know whether it was a purposeful extinguish, as I said, of the cannabis community, or if it was just a mass wipe out from the algorithm because they were going through algorithmic changes during that time yeah and right now they are too with changing you know the restrictions for all these videos need to be labeled 18 or older like mandatory tons of videos and i think that may be why some of our channels are being looked at but i also know i've got plenty of random haters which is crazy because i feel like i've got one of the most chilled fucking styles to making content i'm very open to being like hey don't judge be cool but I still get yeah, random. That's worth haters. hating on, though. That yeah, right I know. There. Someone's like, "You piece of shit! Why are you being You're too so nice. PC?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I the reality know. of it is, is we all have trolls. 
and yeah. all it takes is one very vocal troll. And I also believe the same thing. I also believe that the reason my channel got Just hit reporting was your, your reporting your content You got one or two active trolls. That's all it takes. It's all it takes. And then you create multiple accounts and you report a video multiple times. There's the secret sauce trolls. It's gone. There it is. It's gone. You know, and uh, it, now granted, well, since then, um, YouTube has actually instated new regulations for people that are making or false reporting but it is what it is you know it were it there is some validity to 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 spamming the system with reports but yeah it, it, i think it was yeah it, it's hard it's hard to say but um it, it, it the the feeling coming out after the purge my anxiety, my depression, my my stress involved in being a creator has tenfolded into the fact that I, I now am never sure whether my next video is going to be the one that terminates my existence. Man, I'm sitting on two strikes right now. I just got out of YouTube jail. We've had to post on our other channel, you know, because which now our other channels under attack like crazy too, but it was uh, over links in our content to my website, which CannabisLifestyleTV.com, if you don't know, which just has videos embedded from YouTube. And they were saying I was promoting regulated goods. I was like, what? Either regulated goods, uh, terrorism, kitty porn, all sorts of really heinous stuff. So I assume regulated goods must be it. That was the list of things they gave it to me. I was like, okay. And I appealed one of them, got denied. That was for making dry satash. It was a hash video. So yeah, Chris, Very obviously dangerous. hash videos are dangerous. That's not a good thing yeah. to do. Um, even though it's legal where I am, it's non-solvent, complete dry sift hash. That was, I mm -hmm. guess, no, no. And then a couple other videos too. Uh, one was a firecrackers making, you know, decar bud with peanut butter on it's just a shitty little sandwich. And my dumbass went ahead and I deleted these videos. I deleted two of the videos and now I can't appeal those strikes because oh, right. I deleted them. And I, right. I didn't realize that. I was like, well, maybe if they're just gone, I was like, I'll just delete these videos and put them on the website. CannabisLifestyleTV.com no. only. Nope. Yeah. So then I talked with somebody. I finally got a hold of uh, one of their support, heavy quotes, heavier quotes, support staff. And they said, well, just wait until the appeal comes through. I was like, well, I deleted these two videos. And they're like, oh, okay. Well, you can't do anything then. I was like, okay. And then I got another strike. And because I was in my my penalty time they didn't delete the channel so then one of the deleted strikes is gone i'm like oh cool all right they just gone no explanation it's just gone but then the other strike stayed so now i still have two strikes again so i was removed for another week after being off for a week i'm like you son of a bitch i thought we were back we did a live stream and that next day we can't post for two weeks literally and i mean we didn't do anything wrong but they said again the links in the video which that one unfortunately was to a seed bank That'll get you. That got me there. Yeah, they've actually changed the terms of service now specifically mm -hmm. quite a bit over the years. Um, and now they specify cannabis seeds as being regulated goods. Um, yep. So, so I think that's don't where link I really to seed banks. Go. Don't mention it within your video. Link to seed banks. Um, if you pin it to the comment section, pin it to the top comment. Because even, in, even the then, I don't even know if I do that. Even then, that's a stick because you are now responsible as of this. Was it last this year? You're now responsible for the comments in your comment section due to what was going on there with those we'll uh, facilitating child yeah 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 <laughs> well and that's the thing Holy about youtube shit. is they're not going to be very vocal they're not going to tell you this no they sneak <laughs> in. they're just going to come at you full force because you're in violation of it and that's another thing is that 
there's no grandfathering in either. If your videos don't comply to today's terms of service, they are in violation and susceptible to being struck in. My videos from four years ago, the ones that they hit four years ago. Not the recent ones, old videos. Yep, that's how it's going to be. Ones that I don't even like. I'm like, delete them, get rid of them. That's why I'm going to get rid of a lot of my videos, a lot of my, my old videos, because I don't want to. I have, I don't even know. I'm going to be conservative and say I've got 700 videos on my channel. I think it's a lot more than that, but I think I've got 700 videos on my channel. They're, I'm going to have to delete over, over half of those in order to ensure that I am not going to be in violation. And even then, I'm not even going to be sure that I'm not in violation no. of, because it is, it is so difficult to be a part of the cannabis creating community on YouTube because you just don't really know where the ball lies and where your where your rights are and wh- what what you should be doing if 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 YouTube was very upfront and said okay squad team I don't want to see you guys posting seed videos I don't want to see paraphernalia videos please don't toke on screen you know I although I would disagree with all of those I would abide by them yeah, I if, would be. If they told me that I would be a token creator for you for my subject, so that I could spread as much awareness as possible. If you give me the avenue in which I can create in, yeah. because clearly there's a place for me, because I'm still here. You're here. You're here. Everyone's here. You know, you've still got um, what's his nuts, uh, Jolioli. You know, he's still here for some reason. You know, and it's like, <laughs> and it's like. If that's the case, there's a place for us. What is that place? Okay. Like, tell me, like, tell me, is it because a lot of us grow? And this is where, this is where I feel we should also discuss is that I think each and every one of us, I'm trying to point at you guys. I think every single one of us should has does something different than the other with the expectation of being able to abide by the rules. When it comes to myself, I'll start because I've been rambling. Um, when it comes to what do I actively do to ensure that I don't get hit by YouTube? I do not consume cannabis on screen anymore um because i feel well because i feel well so did i right for the first four years of my channel but the thing is is that i feel that a lot of us are blending two two styles of of content if we can even go if i can just narrow it down to these titles um because we're talking specifically about youtube i think we're crossing the line you know uh when it comes to cannabis growers and cannabis recreational users although i feel that there should be an overlap and is and one should not ignore that connection um that's what that's what gets us so when it comes to these things i try to actively avoid consuming cannabis on screen that's the biggest thing and then the other thing is trying not to title my videos with anything too weed titled related um smoking cannabis related you know anything along those lines no hashtags or links i don't know what you guys call those hashtags tags tags um anything it's it's plain it's jane it's got it makes you think it's guesswork but that's what i do so really two things in particular no consumption on screen and no direct consumption you could argue that yes you do consume yeah, but you don't stone. see it you know I, the la- the last video i did that i consumed it was my back to the camera and it was a plume of smoke going up <laughs> so you, they you knew. didn't know i was consuming yeah, right you, you you knew but you didn't know it was a vape pen we'll see like in our video chris we had um, you you titled it very well. We're you know feeding nutrients, or something comparable to that. 
and that video yeah, how, to, how very... to feed bottled nutrients to plants exactly so that's where somebody could be typing in almost everything besides the word cannabis and that still will come up because i feel like in the contextual side your channel has already shown cannabis but let's say for right. the new grower the new channel the new person who's trying to get started a lot of people in the 420 growers club working on affiliate side to kind of get people going and show them the the avenue of creating content how do they do it they struggle because they need search engine traffic and those tags help the titles help the descriptions help they can't do that if they want to be safe on that platform so then they can't grow at the same time it's really tough it's like you at our rate where we're at now you know about three hundred thousand combined it's easier to just put out a video that's like oh huge update or oh man and somebody's gonna be like what's going on because mm -hmm. we can get one percent of our eighty thousand to a hundred thousand people and still hit a good margin of views as where when you look at someone with 10 subscribers they put out a video that says big update nobody cares they're going to get one view in 24 hours and be discouraged and be like i'm not making any more content yep yep so whereas it, it's important that you do ride that algorithm and include include the words harvest cannabis trichomes yeah and so uh, it really and it's hard you know it's so hard to grow you want to make this into a passion it's a headache you want to make it into a business oh man it's very tough. It's very tough. That's why you got to, you know, think outside of that one platform and, and build your own. And I'm blessed that I've been able to learn how to build websites and do that kind of stuff. And I've had, you know, CannabisLifestyleTV.com as my other platform, working on an app and everything. So I don't got to rely so much. But the traffic and the views and the audience, YouTube, man, that's, I mean, shit, we got, uh, Chris, we got like, what, a hundred and some thousand views on that video. And I see it recommended every other day. And same with your uh, video, Pigeons with them too. I see it recommended on my list all the time. And I've watched them both thoroughly, fully. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So I have I have two uh, YouTube channels right now. Um, for those of you who don't know, one of them is my main channel. It's just called Mr. Grow It. Uh, that channel's not monetized. Um, and that channel, I show plants. And I'm pretty open. I still do put, you know, cannabis in, in the tags, description, and title, things like that. Um, and I just, you know, I'm not profiting off a of revenue ad revenue because um, YouTube's not monetizing me, but there's links in the description, which are affiliate links. And that's one way of earning ad revenue. Now, my second channel is what I like to call advertiser friendly channel. It's a, it's a talk channel. And I've been trying to not show plants at all. And I found anytime I show a plant on there, even if it's for a split second, YouTube algorithms pick that up and they market non-advertiser friendly. So I don't earn um, nearly as much money as I would if it was advertiser friendly. If it's non-advertiser friendly, you get like a yellow symbol and you just yeah. get like YouTube red. Anyone who subscribed to YouTube red, I don't even know if they call YouTube red anymore, <laughs> but it's a subscription service. Um, so very, very little amount of money there. Uh, but if, if you, as long as you're not showing plants and, and on my second channel, I'm not using cannabis in the title. I'm not, I try to not do how to, it's more documenting and discussions. Um, I think that's kind of the way that you can still monetize on YouTube, making this content, um, which I mean, not showing plants is, uh, it can be boring, I guess. But, right. Um, we always you know, get that, the hater who's like, he doesn't even grow. He just regurgitated information. Yeah, like, right. Okay, asshole. Right. So my you main know. channel is just fo focus on plants. I'm not worried about monetizing through YouTube. You know, people click in the description, you know, I can earn money. Great. And then my, my second channel, I'm really like messing around a lot to try to figure out the algorithm to way that can be monetized and ad revenue can show because man, if you can monetize video and get ad revenue, it actually adds up these days. It pays out more than it did five years ago. So I was yeah. really surprised with everybody's how much at home too. Adds up. 
you know and yep. that's a good and that's a good point you kind of knocked on a couple of things you know if to help those that are not just like I, I know a lot of people that watch this are growers and smokers but we do have a lot of creators that are watching us you know the the next generation of creators that are going to pass you and i you know us yeah. and, and they're they're going to be the next ones you you mentioned on it chris you're using affiliate links and ad revenue to help with income what else what else can what else can a creator do to 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 help you know facilitate that income at home um merchandise merchandise is a great merchandise option is huge now starting off a lot of people don't have a budget to just go buy you know a big box of apparel you're going to spend 700 to a thousand dollars because most screen printers aren't going to want to do a small batch but you can use things like teespring or printful teespring's great i use on demand services so if, as long as you can get a design made you upload it and they'll fulfill the order for you. You basically split your profit with them, but you get something. And as a as simple creator, as your logo on the shirt, kind of like this, my well, man like showed it to my, hat, Air, my man Air Force Demon. Yeah, like, this is an exclusive, but yes, oh, the, yeah. the, no one can buy this. No one can buy this one, but but yes, <laughs> you know, something as simple you don't know. It's like I don't know how to create anything. Just throw your logo on the shirt. Put your name on the back. You know, um, my my wife and I. That merch is a great one. My wife and I, when we first started doing this, every time we would do a push on Teespring, we'd make a cup a few hundred bucks in just a couple weeks. And it was Pay like some bills. Yeah, you know what? Dinner on the table, man. Uh, that's that's a great one. Merch. That's another good one. My myself sponsorships. Sponsorships is another good good one. You know, um, you know, uh, do a little homework. Evaluate your channel. How much do you feel like you're worth? Uh, I know when I first started my channel, I, I wasn't able to charge anything because the reality of the situation is the excitement of having that new product was what it was all about. Yeah. Um, whether it was a light or a, a trimmer or a growing set or, you know what I mean? Whatever it was, nutrients. Um, but at some point, this does need to sustain you and, you know, you, you can't keep accumulating more and more products i do recommend (laughs) sponsorships start compensating you for your time your effort and your energy when it comes to creating and editing and filming and putting things together and the conversation you're going to have with your wife about why you're spending so much time filming editing creating and you know what i mean it needs to be worth something now everybody's everybody's dollar value is different so you need to assess i can't give you my dollar value to apply to your situation because that's this is the situation i've created you know that the views that you get on your channel are going to be specific to you but evaluate your worth understand what you can provide to that for as a service to that company and then negotiate you know let when in your terms make it known that you're willing to negotiate be vocal and it's a two line two way path so sponsorships is a good thing it is another great way yeah. and as a cannabis create content creator I'll, I'll mention you deserve to be paid for your time you deserve to be compensated just because you're a creator that consumes cannabis or grows cannabis doesn't mean you're any less valuable to the to 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 the to the people or the system than anyone else so you deserve to be compensated and i mean that wholeheartedly well dude don't and, feel bad prior to me creating this kind of content. I created content for clients. So people would literally pay me anywhere from 100 to $200 an hour to go in and film and create and document content, edit it and do all that. So you got to think about when you're approaching these you know, people, again, future creator listening to this, you are creating content for their company to use. And when it's a really non-biased approach because it's on your channel and with your audience, you're building that rapport for them in an industry that they're trying to tap into in a salesy I wouldn't say scammy, but a lot of people in this industry assume it's scammy. They're like, get out of here. But if you're authentically tight with your audience and you're putting out products that are legit, you can really grow it into a business more than just a passion. But it's not the only way to grow because sponsors, 
A lot of them want to just give you free stuff on affiliate side, and that works. But you got to know your value, like Pigeon and it said. doesn't pay your doesn't pay the bills. An affiliate system is great, but you can't you can't you can't guarantee an affiliate system. You no can't guarantee income. that income. Um, so sponsorships is a good one. Um, personally, I think we kind of touched on this when it comes to um, our content, but diversification. Uh, myself, I, I'm on an entirely other platform. I'm on, I'm on a few other platforms. You know, Patreon's been very, although going downhill in terms of as a business, um, is going downhill. My Patreon has been very successful, and I'm very thankful for all of my patrons who have really stuck behind me during these hard, hard times. Like YouTube kicked kicked us out of our partnership program not like a week before best. Christmas. And yeah, and it was my Patreon that stepped up to the plate. So diversification, you know, create a, a big mistake I think is that people do is grow on every platform. Don't grow or grow weed plants on every platform. Don't just grow on every platform. Be unique to each platform. Bring something different to each platform. And then that way it's going to be valuable to your viewer. And I, th I think that's why Patreon has been very successful for me. My Twitch has been very successful for me. Very yeah, successful. Twitch, and like it's it, 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 the diversification, you know, get out there, be free, be open. And, uh, and, and certainly don't put all your eggs in the YouTube basket. Because um, let's just say that basket has no bottom and it'll give out at any moment. Unfortunately, man, there's not much uh, leverage there. You know, one thing I think we, we touched Sorry, on. Sorry, I think, we we, I think Chris wants to say something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Say I, I stampeded over him for a second there. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you know, don't let sponsorships be the end all be all. And I'm glad you brought up the whole Patreon thing. And, and you know, affiliates is a way to, to do it. Um, I've been trying to do less and less sponsorships. Um, I really only want to partner with companies that I trust and have good products. I've made the mistake before in the past um, promoting a product, which I probably shouldn't have. Um, so no longer, I, I, I like affiliates more personally. I like affiliates more than sponsorships because I have more freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're doing a sponsorship deal and then you're making a video for somebody, oftentimes you're going to have to send that video to the company and the company is going to be like, Oh, well, we want this revised. We want that revised. And it could lead to more time. And then, you know, you're spending more time than you're making less money. You know what I mean? That's uh, because yeah. your time, um, it's someone else's video. Your right, affiliations right. are yours, if yeah. I may. So I'm just trying to, you know, go toward more towards, you know, less sponsorships, more um, through affiliate programs myself. Um, I do have a Patreon, which has been helpful. Um, probably not as big as, as pigeons or anything like that, but you know, that is a way for um, people who enjoy your content to support you. That's I mean, really that's, what it is. That's what keeps you well, going. And right? I'm kind of a dick. Like I, uh, you know, have probably left a lot of money on the table because I tell sponsors, hey, this is the content we make. And you can fit into it or not do it. It's like if you go and buy a business, you're not going to change that business completely. You're going to want to run it, maybe make it a little bit better, but you're going to want to run it how it's been successful. And I'm like, listen, man, I'm not going to put some video that my audience is going to be like, this is the pitch. And I've done it in the past and people totally smelled it like you're just selling a product here. I'm like, mm -hmm. well, I like the product, but you can just tell because it's just simply right, right. endorsing, you know? Mm -hmm. And at that point, it, I feel like my long-term value of my channel becomes lowered because I'm like, you know what? I'm just taking this immediate money. I'm not thinking long-term where I'm hurting my value. People aren't going to trust my word because I'm like, hey, anytime Dick and Harry, you got some money, let's do it. And that's not how I'm trying to be. So for me, for years, I didn't take sponsors on. I was just like, nope, not doing it. I'd buy the product, review it, and get lucky that that sponsor would see it and then reach out to me and be like, hey, we'll give you a couple thousand dollars. I'm like, fuck yeah, that's great, man. Give me a free product. Is most importantly, that's great. Mm -hmm. But so my focus was 
create my own product. And I'm a, a online course kind of guy. I've spent more money than I even want to admit on this podcast on courses online. And uh, it's <laughs> just insane, man. But it's saving Hashtag me a lot no of shame. Yeah, you know, whatever. It's no no uh, tuition. So that's what helped me there. I didn't see any courses online that were really uh, adequate when it came to growing. I saw them like, if you want to get in the industry and you want to be like a master grower or get a certificate to work at a dispensary, some shit like that. But not just for the home grower, you know, and like there's Jorge Cervantes book. There's a lot of good books out there, but there's nothing simple until Mr. Grow put out the, you know, seven simple steps. That's what you need. It's the simplistic process. When you Shout out to started. that book. Shout out Big to that book. Too. I, I need a copy myself. Yeah. For you, you guys that don't know, I do have a book called Seven Steps to Grow Cannabis. It's on Amazon. It's on uh, my website as well. And uh, actually, by the time you guys see this, I do have hard copies. So for years nice. and years and years, nice. it was first put out in 2016. Um, and it's just been an ebook all the way up until now. Now, Sweet. finally, hard copies. So it Dude, is available on Amazon. Nice. Good um, for you, man. And if you do buy it off Amazon, please, please, please leave a review. That is huge. It's like so huge. It helps with ranking so much and it's so hard to get reviews. Um, so if you appreciate um, us, if you appreciate the, the book, if you like the book, um, drop a review. It's super helpful. Uh, but yeah, you know, talking about Jorge Cervantes' book and Ed Rosenthal, awesome books, right? But if you're just beginning, it's so overwhelming. And that's that was one of my inspirations for writing the book is I bought these guys' books and it was just like, ugh. And there's so much to it and it's so detailed and it talks about botany. It talks about, you know, chemical reactions that's happening and stuff. And as a beginner, you don't need to know that. So my book is just kind of simple, straight to the point, general guidance on how to get started with it. So if any beginners are out there, um, pick it up. See, and that's the the approach that I think is the best. And that's where for me, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to build this club, this group that's going to be able to help people with one-on-one help, but also like a Facebook group without you having to have your real name on there. I know a lot of people don't want to put themselves out because, you know, it is what it is. It's, you're worried about that. You know, yeah, for years, you just saw my hands, just like you just saw Pizzen's chest. You just saw my hands. So I built 420 Growers Club and like my course first, like was just so fucking elaborate, man. It was 60 videos. It was A to Z, how to grow cannabis, hydro, soil, DWC, like every sort of thing, man, it was stupid. It was, it was honestly, in my opinion, that's just not the approach because it becomes overwhelming. Someone's like, all right, so what do I do? Where do I go? So I literally just mapped out exactly what I do in my personal garden. I mean, A to Z, just how I do it. And if, you know, doesn't work for you, that's your choice. But tr- implement what I'm doing and I guarantee you'll get good results because this is exactly what I do. And I also mentioned I fucking Google does this all the time. You shut up, Google. Oh, what did you say? I just had a reminder for me. I don't know. I'm always, I got reminders <laughs> constantly. <laughs> Every time She's I say serious, she hears me. Hmm. <laughs> my always listening. she's horrible and she's horrible she doesn't listen when she's supposed to she doesn't even bring me coffee i know this google embarrasses me in front of my friends i'm like you knock it off we're recording a podcast i'm on a live stream whatever leave, leave me, me alone. alone yeah oh that's too well funny. anyways yeah so man i built a to z how i grow you know just only what i do and then i do one-on-one calls with people because when i first started man i wish i had that kind of connection where i could be like hey dude I'm missing this little thing. What the hell am I doing wrong? Or why is this plant yellowing over here? I've looked everything up. It looks just like nitrogen. It looks just like potassium. It looks just like calcium. What the hell is it? Is it my roots? And I'm able to say, hey, did you follow my course? They're like, yep. I'm like, all right. So I know what you're feeding. I know the medium. When's the last time you fed? Are you checking the runoff? Are you doing this, doing that? And I could literally dial it in in a quick video call in like five minutes. And then we just smoke for like 40 minutes and hang out. 
But, and that's where I've been able to make money off of that, where I'm not doing my marketing work anymore. I'm just doing this. And I've been able to help so many more people because I can literally dedicate the time to jumping on a video call. Every other day on the 420 Growers Club, I do a smoke sesh like I'm doing one today, just hopping on Zoom like we are here, just smoking, nice. chilling with the people. And they'll ask questions and I answer it. But I wouldn't have had that capability unless I created this area because YouTube isn't that place. And Instagram, none of these areas, they're not that place because you're being bombarded by spam, can't say certain things. Your notifications are so-so. I mean, I get fucking like 100 DMs on Instagram a day. So I, And most of them are from companies. who are just like, hey, we want you to use our LED light or do this, do that. Be a brand, brand ambassador. I'm like, I'm fucking busy. So I rarely see the Gromies who actually hit me up. So having a platform and a place like I can do that, man. I, I have yep. Patreon, but I don't really utilize as much because I'm like, man, I got my own payment processor and all my shit there on my own website. Run it there. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping. I can persuade eventually you two to go on the 420 Growers Club as well, because it's just a place where, like I said, I want it to be a safe haven for the growers, but also like the number one resource for people. Because I always wanted this when I was younger, when I wanted to get into the for growing sure. world. And, and the forums didn't, didn't do it. Well, the forums just didn't do it for me, man. And then now, you know, I share as much as I can on YouTube, but the algorithm trying to push. If I put out a two hour video about like the safety precautions of being in the garden. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I'm not getting shit for views. It's just not being pushed out. <laughs> and if I say the wrong thing and I talk about safety things or electrical or medical or health related stuff, that's just my opinion. I risk getting that video flagged and removed. So it's or I put all that effort in an hour and then editing and then rendering all that stuff and no one sees it. So it's such an uphill battle. If you don't have your own platform, or your own thing. Fuck, man. Good luck. Yep. You have to diversify, have to diversify. And that's, if there's anything that I can take away from what the purge of 2018 gave for me was that I had way too many eggs in the YouTube basket. And I needed to make sure that if I wanted to, and and at the time in 2018, I didn't know that I was going to turn this into a career. Like, are you serial? I was just growing and trying to help other people do the same thing. That was literally it. And then it, it and then at 2018, that's when I turned to my Patreon. I turned to Twitch, and then I started to realize that there was a there was a movement, there was a momentum, there was something behind me that I couldn't account for. And whether or not it was a hundred, a couple hundred, a couple maybe a thousand people deep, it, there was a rumbling, and I, I couldn't silence it. And the reality was is that. I needed to get out of my basket of YouTube and branch out to other avenues. And I, I, a lot of people told me, don't go to Twitch. It's not there. There's no viewers in Twitch. There's no audience. They don't buy into it. It's a bunch of young kids. And I was just like, I'm, I have to do it. I have to do it. Streaming live on YouTube is not safe. And that's when I killed, I had to kill my Wednesday night live show, which is a, a new uh, cannabis news segment that I would try to, that I still do actually over on Twitch on Monday nights. Um, but I would cover it. And the reality was is streaming on YouTube was very difficult. Everything I talked about was getting monet- or demonetized or restricted. And I had no other choice but to either cancel the show or go to uh, Twitch. When I went to Twitch, it was the smartest decision I ever made. Not, I have made more in income and more in a community-based connection on that platform than I've done anywhere else. And it's almost solely responsible. Well, not solely, but it's a major factor in the the decision for me to go full time. So, uh, yeah, it, 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 there was a lot of lessons 
that were learned in that purge of 2018 that if I didn't have, didn't learn, I would not be in this seat talking to you guys with this beautiful studio behind me today. I don't think we, yeah, and talking about that purge, I don't know if we explained that yet in this episode yeah, what exactly we just happened about the for can the viewers. We can put that viewers. Yeah. We'll have to cut um, that back in because what was, was what was time. go ahead go ahead like what like I you 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 had mentioned it was April uh, April uh, twenty eighteen that you felt the first rumbling the, the so the, the the true purge was yeah it was the beginning of really the beginning of two thousand eighteen you start to see these channels getting deleted one after another after another trickled into March uh, I'll, I'll never forget in April is when my channel went down and I was actually filming with Envy Closet Med Grower. Shout out to him. He's yeah. a good dude. Yep. Um, I was filming his presentation at his grow shop that he worked in at the time. And that morning, you know, when I walked in, he's like, dude, my channel just got terminated. And it was just like, wow. And then like, as the presentation was going on, my channel got terminated. Uh, but anyways, shit. thousands of channels got terminated over the course of, let's say a couple of months. Right. Mm -hmm. And nobody heard a peep about YouTube would not say anything about why this happened. And we even had like high times wrote an article about it, like all yeah. these uh, companies wrote articles about it worldwide. I mean, Spain, there was petitions. Like this was a worldwide impact thing. And then basically overnight, it was like June, I think it was, everybody got reinstated and still no peep from anybody, no no peep from YouTube on exactly what happened there. But for me personally, uh, you know, when my channel got terminated, I really, I had to, you know, go back to work and I, I didn't make videos for the remainder of 2018. Um, I was working full-time, full-time job, and I didn't know if I was even going to continue the the Mr. Grow It uh, and continue in this this industry. Um, and I remember specifically uh, somebody who did was Mr. Canucks Grow. Once his channel got reinstated, June, July, August, September, and it was okay. He was in the, His channel blew up in 2018, completely blew up. It's because everybody got kind of put back into their place and a lot of people weren't creating content. So the people that were creating content blew up. Oh yeah. Blew up. And and not to mention he got deleted more than once. Uh, yeah. He, he had to totally had a, rebuild a whole new channel. He got up to like thirty five thousand subs and then was deleted again. And I might I might be mistaken, but I think he got, he was deleted again before actually finding getting his foot in the channel he's in right now. Yeah, and got his Instagram taken down too, like right around that time. He had to make a backup one and then his main one got taken down. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, and shout out to that guy for plowing through. You know what I mean? It was solo getting, dolo it, too. Making it, it I also, I feel like it was his content that kind of sparked that fucking flame and, and not only the, the creator, but the viewer, you know, it was, it, they, there was cannabis content to watch and to see and to flourish and people started to realize, oh, wow, hello. There's it's some good content to watch. here. Yeah, this it's, is it was National Geographic of Cannabis. One of the best cinematographers in the game. I got to mm -hmm. hats off mm -hmm. to him. Try to get him on the show, but he's busy as hell. So too busy editing. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's inspired so many people over the years. And like I said, I didn't create any content for the last half of 2018. And, and seeing, you know, where he went inspired me to get back into it. So I ended up quitting my job uh, in 2019, just going for, full board from January, 9, January 2019 and beyond. And, you know, here, here, I'm so glad I did because now I'm here. We are, you know, here we are. Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was uh, fortunate. Well, not fortunate getting terminated, but I was one of the last channels to I put together a petition. Uh, well, you got terminated and we didn't even know each other. We didn't talk. I think I else. signed your petition. Yeah, I, I Remo, a bunch of people. And I reached out to a lot of people and Remo got back to me. He shared it. Um, I got a hold of High Times. They had included it into a story on their page. Uh, a few other people, you know, posted. We got about 300,000 signatures. 
And then I was bombarding that Susan, uh, whatever her name is, the CEO of YouTube. Well, just bombarding her on Twitter from four different accounts consistently. Any post that she would do, I'd be like, well, yeah, that's funny that she terminated all these channels that did nothing wrong. It say something. I mean, I know she didn't do it, but like CEO, come on, boss up. Don't you're responsible. Boss up. You know, and it, it what was really upsetting for me is I at the time it was twenty eight thousand subscribers or twenty nine. We were just getting ready to hit thirty thousand. We had a big plan for like a pivot on some of our content to focus more on growing because at the time, cannabis lifestyle TV was just all things cannabis. We had, you know, uh, cooking interviews, just smoke sessions, how to roll, like all things just cannabis. Hence the name, you know, CLTV. That was the goal, and as the algorithm shifted, we started shifting more, and I as growing became more of my passion. I started focusing more on that. But as we were doing that, boom, we get shut down. And I'm like, what? And I thought we were one of the safe channels because we do very like information-based stuff. At the time, we barely smoked on camera. We weren't cussing much. It was pretty scripted and it was just really upsetting. And I, I at the time I was doing marketing. So I still do a little bit, but for clients. So I was been an entrepreneur for about seven years now, like for my whole life, but not working a normal nine to five. But I got rid of three clients around that time. That was my main money because i started getting a couple sponsors started making a little bit of money i'm like all right good to go and so i went back with my tail between my legs like hey i uh we've got openings now if you need any marketing work done and i still continue to make content but i ended up buying vimeo pro uploaded to my website and started shifting gears i'm like all right well i can't make any money right now i can't do anything my audience is no longer here Mm -hmm. so back to work normal job well normal entrepreneurial job and then make more content. So I built my website more and started doing more original content just for my website. And that's when I started getting more traction, more people coming there. And I'm like, well, shit, you know, I do search engine optimization for clients. I do web design. I do marketing. Why am I not doing it myself? Why am I just on YouTube? Why am I just a YouTube channel? That's right. Yeah. And that inspired you. me. I'm like, dude, we are bigger than YouTubers. We're content creators mm-hmm. who happen to use YouTube as a platform. You know, yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, 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 I didn't know that you guys got your channels back a couple months after the purge. I didn't get mine back until 2019, uh, 2019 in like January, like the next, or maybe it was, it was like nine months. It was nine months later that I ended up getting my, my was channel like four back. months total. And yeah, it, it was, it was death. The feeling that you mentioned of whether or not I was going to, con- you were going to continue as the Mr. Grow. I, I I thought the exact same thing. I was like, there's no place here for a pigeons 420. I was like, I just produce gardening content. And when I saw, I, I was much smaller. I, I'm a, I've always been smaller than you guys. And I, when I saw you guys getting, well, well, that's just it. I was, I was smaller. Yeah. And then you guys all get fucking deleted. And then I was like, look at the little guy. Hey, eh? I'm just going to sneak like, between the crap. Boom. I was gone. I was then gone. And then, and then, you guys had to either start fresh or did you get, you guys got your full accounts back. We got our full accounts back. Well, I did there was a, back. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I ended up getting, I only had like 15,000 subs at this time and I ended up getting my account back as well. Uh, and then, and continuing on. Um, but, but yeah, I, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm, it was a very nervous and it's made a very anxious man out of me i know i almost get a buzzkill as we're talking the reality (laughs) yeah you do but the reality is is like any situation there's a silver lining there and you have to focus on that because that's where you're going to gain your momentum that's where you're going to gain your 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 desire for for success and and if it wasn't for that very dark negative time in my life 
I, I, we said it. We said it. We would not be here where we are right now. And I am surrounded by things to remind me of why, what I have to be thankful for. Because if it wasn't for that moment to put that fire, and we said all the reasons from Mr. Canuck to, 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 to losing your platform to everything. If that fire wasn't put under my ass to just to, to, to understand that I do have a reason to be here, then... I don't think I I don't think I'd be. I wouldn't be anywhere near where I am right now because I'd still be just in a mediocre attitude just creating mediocre content. So I'm having a little I, bit I of am fun. actually thankful, although don't tell YouTube. No, and I think that's where to to summarize this episode where it's like, you know, it is it's always the platform versus the creator. Rarely do they work with the creator. They work with the advertiser. They don't work with the creator. They work with where the money's at. And one day it's going to pivot and they're going to realize the audience and the creator is where the money is at. That's why you have a platform. And over time, you know, there's places like the weed tube. There's obviously, you know, cannabis lifestyle tv.com. There's places that we're trying to grow, but the algorithms and the money and the things behind some of these big corporate entities are there, but you got to, just like we said in the last episode, working with your environment, work with your environment, do what you can. Don't put the tags in there. Don't make content that's more creative. Have a second channel that you can monetize. Have a website where you can put your content there. Don't put all the eggs in that singular basket because when you do that with YouTube, it'll come to bite you in the ass. It just will. Don't any, give up. Yeah, and I was gonna say in any place you're at, just don't quit. Keep going, man. Consistency over time equals results. That's the key is quitting, it, you're definitely gonna lose, it's guaranteed. <laughs> And you don't have to be a content creator, right? In order to contribute to the community, right? Just just oh, yeah. being a viewer, like hitting the like button, commenting, sharing. sharing. Video, Those yeah. are forms of engagement that help uh, with ranking on YouTube. And so the more engagement there is with this content, the more it can show up in search and be recommended through YouTube. And that helps, right? The more eyes we have on it, the more it gets normalized. Um, and then more, it will be legalized, you know, across the board. I mean, thankfully, uh, you know, Canada's fully legalized now. U.S., it's sprinkling from Canada. state to state. I think we're going to have a separate episode on the whole legalization thing. Yeah. It's probably be the next episode or something like that. So looking forward to, to talking about that. But, um, yeah, you don't need to be a content creator to, in order to contribute. Um, if you do like, comment, subscribe, all those things the creator is super um, thankful for things like that. So we definitely, we, we don't say it enough how much we appreciate the viewer here. That's it. We would not, we were at this episode, we were literally focused on getting shit on by YouTube. We would not be where we are if it was not for you. I would, literally. that fire and that momentum and that passion that I was talking about was you. It was your comments. It was your motivation. It was your desire to push me us through this situation and to remind us that we were we were valued there was a place for us it wasn't our mothers it wasn't our wives telling us this it was you guys okay and i i, I chris said it i am so thankful for that for the, the community that's been built around us because wouldn't be Priceless, here man. i wouldn't Priceless. be here you know with that being said i think it ends on a high note we take a little bit of the sorrow to the happy side you know, for, uh, of course, the crew here at From the Stash, it's your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, Pigeons 420, Mr. Grow It. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Stay lifted. Yeah.